0: Ruja Ignatova, a.k.a. the Crypto Queen seen here, just got named to the FBI's top 10 most wanted list. And it's a big honor for her. She's only the 11th woman to ever make it. And you can see this came out very recently here. The FBI posted this. couple different permutations of photographs. So if you've seen her, maybe call the FBI. But she made the list because she took a lot of money for and from a lot of people and she's been missing for quite some time last seen in Athens Greece missing from four years eight months and six days known for being a part of the one coin Ponzi scheme which was sort of this fake crypto scheme that we are going to talk about we're also going to see what the Justice Department had to say about this because they've got their indictment and we'll take a look at that And see if maybe you have seen the Crypto Queen. So let's take a look a little bit more in detail about what the FBI announced today. Over from the FBI website, they published this June 30th. And we can see it says, Ruja Ignatova added to the 10 most wanted fugitives. And that's a pretty prestigious list. I mean, we're not joking, right? There's a pretty serious hombres here, to use a Donald Trump term, on this list. The FBI today announced the addition of Ruja Ignatova to its top 10 most wanted. Ignatova being sought for her alleged leadership of a massive fraud scheme that affected millions, millions, millions of investors worldwide. The FBI is offering a reward of $100,000. It's like that's it. M- millions of investors and you 100 grand? <laughs> okay. So she'll be like, "I'll give you a, a, how about 10 million not to turn me into the FBI." In approximately 2014, Ignatova and her partner founded OneCoin. It was a Bulgarian-based company that was marketed as a new virtual currency that would be the Bitcoin killer. Ignatova allegedly made false statements and representations to draw people in to invest into these OneCoin packages. And according to investigators... Ignatova and her partners promoted OneCoin through multi-level marketing strategies, and they encouraged OneCoin investors to sell additional packages to friends and family. They'd say, hey, I got this great Bitcoin killer. Remember how that got a bunch of money? You invested in that, and you're like a gajillionaire now. And so uh, buy this, and you'll be a millionaire again capitalizing on the excitement surrounding cryptocurrencies. While the company was said to have many terms that were associated with its virtual currencies, investigators really believe that OneCoin's were not mined in the way that traditional cryptocurrencies are mined. In other words, it was just a big scam. In addition, the value of OneCoin was determined by the company rather than the market. So it's not actually anything at all like a cryptocurrency. Here she is, as we can see, she is the crypto queen Dark brown to black hair, female, speaks English, German, Bulgarian, brown eyes, white individual from Bulgaria, born 1980. Goes by a number of different names here. One coin back at the time claimed to have a private blockchain, said an FBI special agent who's investigating this case out of New York. This is in contrast to other virtual currencies that actually have a decentralized and public blockchain. In this case, investigators and investors We're just asked to trust OneCoin. No, we just, just trust us. Just give us your money. We have our private secret blockchain that's really working and valuable. Just give us a little bit more. Throughout the scheme, OneCoin is believed to have defrauded victims all over the world out of billions, billions with a B. Oh, Shimko said Ignatova targeted individuals who may not have fully understood the ins and outs of the cryptocurrencies, but were moved by her impressive resume and the marketing strategies used by OneCoin. In 2017, Ignatova was charged. We're going to take a look at those indictments. She, she traveled from Sofia, Bulgaria to Athens, Greece in October of 2017 and has not been seen since. Took those billions and disappeared. On February 6, 2018, a superseding indictment came out, got additional charges. Shimko hopes the publicity here of the top 10 most wanted from the FBI... We'll spread awareness to the case around the world. And so, of course, if you have seen the crypto queen, call your local FBI agent. Ignatova is only the 11th woman to have been selected in the 72-year history of the top 10 list. Well, that's historic. I mean, if she was in the Biden administration, they would be bringing out the parade for this one. She is currently 42 years old, and she has brown eyes, dark hair and black hair, sometimes. Investigators however believe she could have altered her physical appearance. Speaks multiple language. Has known connections to Bulgaria, Germany, Russia, Greece, UAE. Shimko noted that before she disappeared, she lived a lavish lifestyle. Well, of course, she, <laughs> she's she got billions of dollars. If you have any information, please contact your local FBI agent. And of course, you're encouraged to do that. Now, I wanted to share with you a little bit more from Wikipedia before we take a look at the actual indictment they tell us same stuff right had a phd people were impressed by her background right where she come from and her sort of uh pedigree private international law from the university of constance this is based out of germany main campus goes back to 1966 southernmost university wrote a dissertation on something which discusses, uh, discusses the conflict of laws apparently worked for mckinsey and company Immigrated to Germany when she was 10 years old, PhD in international law. And she invested in a beauty salon and then got involved in all of this stuff. Now, the Justice Department came and, of course, they issued indictments for her. And there was a little bit more detail, actually, during the press release. This came back from Friday, March 8th, 2019. And this was over at the DOJ website. So we zoom in on this puppy. And this is where they're announcing... The sort of the, the totality of charges and the the other person who was involved in this thing, this guy, Konstantin Ignatov, he was arrested at LAX. So he's flying around. She's still on the run because the original charges came back, I believe, in 2017. And so now she's still fleeing, trying to hide from the FBI. And this guy lands at LAX, boom, shows up on something and they pop him. Jeffrey Berman out of New York, FBI, all of these people say, boom, they got this guy. He was arrested. Fraudulent cryptocurrency scheme called the OneCoin. Indictment charged with the number of crimes. Victims invested billions of dollars following his arrest. He was arraigned recently. We had some statements from the New York County people. IRS agent in charge said, This is an old scam with a virtual twist. As a legend, the court documents, the cryptocurrency OneCoin was established for the sole purpose of defrauding investors. Like, that's the only reason it exists. Ignatov and Ignatova, who we're talking about here allegedly convinced the victims to invest in one coin based on complete lies the cryptocurrency is investigating or the cryptocurrency branch of the irs is investigating and making sure that we protect all americans they say that there was no real value there was no actual method of tracing their money couldn't be used to purchase anything the only ones who stood to benefit were the people who were gobbling up the money which is different than a cryptocurrency, right? Which is, you don't really need a main entity. That's kind of one of the main value propositions of it is it's decentralized. You don't need to go to a company in order to see what the item costs because it's out there on the public ledger, the public blockchain. According to the allegations contained in the complaint, the indictment and others, they're charging them with a number of crimes Here, this was founded back in 2014 by Ignatova, based in Bulgaria. And they marketed this thing all the way up till about mid-2018. Multi-level marketing structure, rapid growth of the member network. They had more than 3 million members worldwide. Tons of people. As a result of the misrepresentation, multiple monies were wired back and forth, generated 3.3 billion in sales. A number of the problems are the cryptocurrency, quote, is mined using mining servers uh, in normal cryptocurrencies, but it didn't actually do that. They just sort of raised it from 50 cents all the way up to twenty nine ninety five per coin. <laughs> the value of the coin was determined internally, not based on market supply or demand, which is sort of how, you know, if you're watching the crypto markets recently, you're not looking, it's not looking too good if you're in there, but they're just taking a... I guess the the value of what they think it should be worth, and okay, now it's twenty nine ninety five, and that sounds good. Buy one get one free. But wait, there's more, you know. So it's pretty hilarious if you actually spend any time in the crypto markets. More, which I do, which is why I'm depressed today. Moreover, the investigation has revealed that Ignatova and her co-founder conceived of and built the OneCoin coin, bit, coin bit business, fully intending to use it to defraud investors. Okay, so they actually are looking at their emails. In one email she's describing, quote, an exit strategy for OneCoin. The first option she listed is take the money and run and blame someone else for this, which, you know, that could be sort of like a jokey statement. Well, we could take the money and run, right? Like, you know, (laughs) you might have said that in any position you've ever been in. So can you deposit this for me? I could, or I could take the money and run. What do you think about that? Additionally, Or it could be, yeah, she's like, we should actually take the money and run because she, of course, took the money and ran. Additionally, OneCoin Ltd. is claimed to have a private blockchain or a digital ledger, but the investigation revealed that it lacks a true blockchain. That is a public verifiable blockchain. Moreover, in 2015, Inga and her co-founder, had started allocating OneCoin member coins that did not even exist in the purported private blockchain, referring to those coins as fake coins, which doesn't sound all that different than what the U.S. government does on a regular basis. I mean, they're regularly sort of uh, adding coins, essentially, right? That they don't have. (laughs) It happens every day. Nobody's arresting them. As the founder and leader of OneCoin and Ignatova participated in the efforts to market this to victims, she participated on a July 4th, unbelievable, on America's birthday, on a webinar later posted to YouTube.com in which she announced the official opening of the U.S. market for OneCoin. On our birthday, I hope they catch her, since overtaking leadership and following the disappearance from the company, she's made false representations. There was no initial public offering between February 2019 and March 2019. Ignatov traveled all over the place trying to cash out their OneCoins. Ignatova And a third defendant, Mark, they agreed to launder the proceeds of the scheme and conduct transactions involving one coin fraud proceeds to conceal, disguise the nature and the ownership of all of this stuff. $400 million through a series of investments, holding accounts, Cayman Islands, the Republic of Ireland, the indictment charges, Scott, he's currently arrested in Massachusetts, Ignatova's involved. Ignatov is involved. He's got 20 years. Ignatova, the woman we're talking about here, remains at large. Haven't been able to find her yet. So you can see this is what the DOJ is telling us happened from their perspective, but we also have the actual indictment itself. And so this was the one filed. What date do we have here? Let's see if we can see it down here uh two okay two eighteen yeah two, two six 18 is uh is when we have this one initiated and i'll just show you some of this a lot of this is just the legalese language but just so we can see sort of what's going on here uh united states of america v ruja ignatova aka the crypto queen classified filed under seal and a lot of this is, is basically reiterating the elements of the law so it's telling us Here, that from in or about 2014 all the way through 2018, she was the crypto queen. And this is what she did. She conducted this scheme where she was doing all of that stuff that we just talked about involving OneCoin, resulting in the receipt of over $1 billion, with a B, of investor funds into the OneCoin-related bank accounts. That is a nice, that's a nice Ponzi scheme right there. The grand jury is also saying that she intended to do all of this, that there's writings about this, saying that OneCoin instructed individuals to transmit investment funds to depository accounts in order to purchase those fake coins, right? So they've got some evidence of that. Also saying that she knew these transactions were... Problematic and did them anyway, sort of designed the system to facilitate this transfer of unlawful activity, wired it all over the place, engaged in a conspiracy to do this. And then, as we see, as we get a little bit further down, here's some of those overt acts that we were talking about. So, on or about July 1, 2015, a co conspirator, somebody named CC1, sent an email to Ignitova stating in part, I thought this could go out tonight. Problem is I don't have the access to send out to the members and attaching a document that announced a July 4th webinar hosted by Ignatova on America's birthday, which is coming up on or about July 14th, Ignatova got onto the YouTube webinar and then made the official announcement that it was opening in the United States. Okay. So that sort of gives them jurisdiction. She's now open. She's here in the United States now, right? She's now U S business, U S jurisdiction honor about August 18, 2015, in order to purchase one of these packages at the direction of a second co-conspirator, a victim residing in the United States wired $5,548 through a corresponding bank located in New York to a benefit bank called OneCoin LTD. Thereafter, so we got some transfer, right? She's wanting to do business here. Uh, U.S. citizens are engaging with her. We get securities fraud. So all of these different rules are in place to make sure there is no fraud and she's navigating around them, saying here that they want to take all the money if they find it, that it should be forfeited. If they can't find the money, they're gonna go get all of the assets that were commingled with or or gobbled up by any of those funds. You see the U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman from the Southern District of New York signing off on this, the sealed indictment. Filed under seal... Uh, It looks like back in 2018 and the case is ongoing. Now the case against the other two who are involved, of course is still moving forward, but the crypto queen is still on the run and her case will just sit at a warrant status until she pops up somewhere if, and when that happens. And if it does, she'll be, you know, if the U S can get their hands on her uh, brought back to the United States and then delivered to the judge who will then quash the warrant and reopen the case against her sort of uh, basically in parallel or, if the other cases are resolved, behind those other cases that are already being prosecuted. The guy who got popped at LAX and the other guy in Massachusetts, of course, their cases are moving forward. And we'll see what happens with the crypto queen. FBI made history today, added another woman, the 11th woman to the top 10 most wanted FBI list. And we've got more on this and other stories like this. If you haven't heard about the Green Valley arson and what Google is doing now to sort of be able to transmit what you search, the evidence of what you search to law enforcement, that video is coming up next. So I hope you stay tuned for that. The Green Valley arson, Google and reverse keyword searches. What is law enforcement doing? Stick around. Don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you very soon.